Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Bloom. It has been a hot minute since I've been on here and recorded a podcast. It's been since October, and there has been so much that has happened, and again, not much that has happened. So it's just been a little bit of a break. Um, but I've missed this. I've missed all of you. And I appreciate everybody that has reached out and asked about the podcast and wanted to make sure that it was coming back because it just, it reaffirms what's in my heart to, to put this out and to, to share this with you all. And I love the podcast. I love being able to connect with you all in, um, in this way. And it was just a time and a season that I needed, I needed to rest. I needed a break. And I think in order for me to be authentic and and true and real, I'm human. And I know that I'm doing this and I'm saying these things and I'm, I'm giving advice and um, suggestions, but at the end of the day, I'm also working on myself. And I wanted to make sure that I was practicing what I was saying and being true and honoring my words and my, my journey and the direction that I was headed. And so I just needed a little bit of a break. I needed to rest. Um, I was talking with a friend and she was telling me she was having the conversation about, you know, the podcast and I miss my Monday mornings and not getting to hear um, your insight. And I just said, you know, I'm just, I'm tired. There's a lot going on with our kids. You know, there's been a lot going on um, in other areas of my life. And it was just a time where I needed to step back and I needed to withdraw and I needed to, to get quiet and still. And, um, she reminded me that it's okay to rest. And we all need those seasons where we have, you know, seasons of hustle and seasons of, of going and doing. And then there's also seasons of pulling back and it's just like nature. You know, you look at winter, um, this time of year is when, you know, we're kind of hibernating, we're kind of still, and we're kind of quiet and maybe other seasons of our life are productive and are, you know, very fruitful, um, but this was a quiet season for me. And so, um, but the thing that she reminded me of was that it's okay to rest. It's just not okay to quit. So this is not, this is not quitting. Um, this is, this is time that I've needed to spend with myself and my thoughts and, you know, make sure that I quiet the noise of a lot of things around me. And I had to get just, that's what I did. I got quiet. I got detached. I had to pull back. I'd been in such a, a season and a mindset of just consuming and absorbing all the knowledge, all the information, the books, the podcasts, the conferences, all of those things that I wasn't really putting it all into action. There was no possible way. You know, it sounds great to say I've, I've read all these books or I listen to all these podcasts and I do go to all these events and I do this work. But at the end of the day, I've got to apply it. I've got to take it and I've got to, to let it apply to my life. And I've got to sift through what, what is for me and what is not for me. And there was a lot of things that I was consuming that weren't for me. And so I got to a point where I was just really kind of, if I'm being honest, kind of disenchanted with everything. And I thought, I don't even hear my own thoughts anymore. I don't even hear how the Holy spirit is talking to me and how he's leading me and where he's calling me because I've been so like this little sponge that's just taken in all the things. And, um, I just, I can't think, I can't think. And so this has been a year, you know, I started probably maybe in second quarter, you know, all the books that I was reading, my podcast, I got off schedule and um, I wasn't listening to, to all the weekly episodes that I would normally listen to. I wasn't diving into all the nonfiction books. I read a lot of books this year. Um, I think 64, 66, something like that. 
um, which is a lot for me. If you all remember, I used to never read books, but I was mostly reading a lot of nonfiction books and I was consuming all that information. But this year I just, I kind of went off on a different path because I just couldn't think I couldn't, I couldn't take in anymore. It was almost like overconsumption and and an overload of information. And I just needed a little bit of a break. So again, um, not quitting, not, not saying no to the podcast, um, just needed, needed to rest a little bit. And it's honestly allowed me so much quality time with my family. You know, I've been able to be present more. I've been able just to be still. And that's what I talk about. You all have heard me say it over and over and over again on here is to be present where your feet are. That's what I wanted with Bloom. When I started this, I wanted to be intentional. I wanted to be present. And if I couldn't do that, then, you know, I had to, had to find a way to make that happen. I've always said, keep the most important things, the most important thing. And during this past season of my life, it's just been, there's been a lot to navigate and I'll get into that on here, but, um, there's just been a lot, a lot going on and I've needed to really stay focused. I've needed to, to pull back and to take down chairs. You've heard me talk about that before, where we have this mindset in life where we want to continue to grow and do and all the exciting things. And we put up these chairs metaphorically of more things and we get to the point we look around and we're like, I don't have the capacity anymore. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the space and the time and the energy to to do all of these things. And so I had to I had to take down chairs. I had to pull back. I had to to get quiet. I had to go inward. And so that's what I want to talk about today on this episode. Just a lot of um, internal reflection for me, mostly. Um, but a lot of good, exciting things happening too. So, um, anyway, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for asking again, those of you that reached out and said, I miss bloom. I miss the podcast. I miss hearing your voice. I've had to go back and listen to old episodes and it just, it warms my heart and it really means a lot to me and not in the sense of, you know, just patting myself on the back or or giving myself um, the credit, but it just means a lot that you're here, that we're connected here on this podcast, because it it lets me know that, you know, we're on the same path. We're, we're on a similar path. Um, We, we connect in a way that, you know, holds each other accountable. Um, It also, it did, it, it reminded me, God, you got to get back. You got to get back and do this. You got to get back into the podcast because I have so enjoyed this podcast over the last three years. It has been one of the best things that I've ever done. Um, I've done a lot of good things in my life and I'm a lot of things that I'm very proud of, um, especially with my family. And this is one of those things. This ranks at the top because it's me saying yes to myself, but at the same time, I also had to decide what that looks like for me. And so I know that there's been some breaks. I know that there's been the absence of the podcast, but I do appreciate you being here. I do appreciate you asking Um, it means a lot and you mean a lot for being here. So thank you. So with that, um, I want to kind of think about the podcast and what's next for that. I've had some, some transition and some changes and trying to find a rhythm and a cadence for the podcast and what, what that um, will look like going forward. So if you have any ideas, I've kind of toyed around with a thought of maybe doing a seasonal podcast where there's a certain number of episodes that release, and then there's a little bit of a break in between so I can, can pull my head up and, and catch my breath or just continuing with weekly episodes on Monday. Haven't really found a a new rhythm yet. So trying to get back on track, trying to get in the swing of things. I do have, um, have several podcasts recorded with guests that I want to share with you, but honestly, the timing of those conversations and, um, you know, with some things that were happening in my life, 
it wasn't the right time. And I knew that I couldn't release those yet. So I've held them. I have a lot that that have been stored up for you all. So I have more to come and I'm excited to get back on here and share, share them with you to share some um, solo episodes with you to bring new guests on. Uh, but again, this has just been one of those things where I'm, I'm trying to navigate. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find um, the right cadence, as I said. So if you have any thoughts, if you have any, any ideas, then please share those. Let me know, um, you know, where to find me, um, you know, where to reach out and um, let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear, but um, again, I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to be here. This feels very, very good to have this mic on and to, to be coming to you. And I've had, gosh, I've taken taking a little bit too long of a break. I'm having some some technical difficulties. So I'm recording from the mic on my phone. And I know it's probably not the best quality, but I've told myself that it's not going to stop me. So if you'll just bear with me and know that um, I'm, I'm showing up because I want to be here and it may not be may not be the best audio, but we're going to roll with it and, and keep on going. So anyway, with that, um, yeah, there's been there's been a lot going on. And I know some of you listening are, are close to me and, and are aware, but I've had some changes. I've had some some big things that have happened in my life. And um, I wanted to share that with you today. And I wanted to talk about that and just be real and honest and, and open and let you know that, um, you know, I, th- I think a lot of you will probably relate. I think this will resonate with many of you. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's really about listening and being still and being quiet so that you can hear that voice inside your head so that you can listen to your gut and you can do and follow your heart. You know, you all have heard me talk about my girls and how much they mean to me and starting this podcast, you know, I was able to share um, back in 2020, one of my, my lifetime dreams of, of getting to do something that I'd always wanted to do since I was a child. I'd always wanted to swim with dolphins and my two oldest girls got to get in the water with me and share that experience. And I will never forget my oldest daughter looking over at me and saying, I'm so happy that I got to do your dream with you, mom. And that moment, right then and there, I said, I will continue to let them see me going after the things that I want. I will continue to show them that those things that are on my heart, those things that I'm saying that I want, that I want to be a part of, that I want to do, and that I want to, to grow and expand I want to see them. I want to allow them to see me saying yes, because when they see me saying yes, then they know it's possible. They know that they have those same opportunities, that they can be bold, that they can be brave. They can take action. They can take that next step and do those things, those desires that are on their heart, those things that they want to accomplish and achieve and be a part of that it's right there for them. It's within grasp. You just have to find a way to make it happen. So from that point on, I've said, and starting this podcast was always something that I had wanted to do. And so this is it. This was me saying yes to, to myself, to be able to pave that way for them. And, um, so here I am. So maybe as you listen today, you know, maybe you're in a season of wintering as well. Maybe you're in a season of, of kind of hibernation where you've pulled back, where you've gotten quiet and still, maybe you snuggled up in, um, a big old blanket in front of the fire with a good book. Maybe you've just gotten quiet. And that's, that's where I've been. I've been um, kind of MIA, um, really, really withdrawn and detached, if, if I'm being honest. And it's been honestly, creating that space around, you know, how I want to um, evolve into this next next season. And so anyway, I hope as you listen, I hope that you can relate with some of the things that I'm saying. I know it's not going to be um, 
exactly the journey that you're on. Again, we're on similar paths or or else you wouldn't be listening. But um, I just want to share that we're human. You know, we, we go and we ebb and we flow and we go into these different seasons of fast and slow and hustle and grind. And, you know, we pull back and we get still. And I just want to kind of share that with you. And hopefully as you listen, then um, you will relate to some of this. And, you know, maybe there's been a lot going on with the holidays. We've got a new year that's that's upon us, that's here, that we're already into. And it, it can be stressful. It can be overwhelming. And I just, hopefully, maybe by listening to my story, um, you can you can realize and recognize that maybe you need to pull back as well. Maybe you need to get quiet. Maybe you need to surround yourself with um, people or, or things that bring you peace, things that give you rest. And um, hopefully that can help you prepare you for um, what lies ahead. But we're not quitting, right? We're just taking a little break. So um, with that, I've, again, I've had, had a lot going on. Um, I may have been quiet, but that is certainly not um, a definition of what's been absent from my life, because I feel like I've just been through probably one of the busiest and the hardest seasons of my life. Um, this is going to be a hard podcast for me, if I'm being honest, um, which I am. And this is part of the reason why I haven't been able to show up because I've been a emotional mess. Um, it's been hard for me. It's been hard for me not to be here. It's been hard for me not to, not to talk. Um, so anyway, we're going to do this together and knowing that you're listening and knowing that you're um, compassionate and caring. And that's why you're here. Um, but yeah, it's been, I think of that Taylor Swift song, tis the dang season. I don't know. You all know that that's not the word that she uses, but um, it's been a dang season. It's been a hard one, but it has been one that has taught me so much. One that has really affirmed um, what growth looks like and how I view myself and my journey and this process of becoming and blooming into the person that I was meant to be. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been hard, but it's been really, really good. But, um, part of that is, you know, I know a lot of you listen and I know a lot of you, um, that I work with and I wasn't able to come on here and and be completely honest with myself because as I've continued on this journey of, of bloom and discovering, more about Bridget, I've realized some things that needed to change my life, some things that needed to to shift. And um, that was hard for me because I knew deep down I was going to have to make some hard decisions. I was going to have to do things that weren't fun, that weren't easy, that weren't comfortable. And uh, so I've done that. I've taken another step. And each time that I've taken a step, you know, it's been, it's been good and it's been difficult, but at the same time, it's taught me so much. And this has definitely been a season where I've learned a lot. So, you know, I've shared with you all that during COVID, you know, I was home with my girls. Our, our sitter was, was sick. And this was before, you know, we really knew what, what it was, you know, everybody was home. Kids were doing NTI actually. Yeah. Some were doing NTI and some of our girls were just, were taking work home. We would pick it up weekly, but Anyway, with that, um, our sitter was sick and I don't even know that COVID tests were out at that time. And just out of, out of caution, you know, we said, well, I'll stay home. Jacob was working at the bank, busy, busy, busy in the middle of, um, PPP loans and processing those and getting applications submitted. So these businesses could, could stay afloat. And I was at home with everybody. 
I had a three-year-old at the time, so she was not in school. Um, she sat beside me in a beanbag at the end of our dining room table. Our dining room became our kitchen, our snack room, our playroom, our nap room. And it was everything. And while I was home, I was running meetings for work. I was still working um, from home. And I was, I remember interviewing an employee for a new position Um, you know, hosting conference calls with our markets and just trying to keep up with, with daily day-to-day stuff. I had an employee who was out on maternity leave at the time. So taking on, you know, that additional responsibility and it was a lot on top of that, you know, I was, I was teacher, I was helping my kids. I was, I was cook, I was keeping the house clean. I was all intermeeting, um, intercepting fights and, you know, keeping peace within the house. And it, it was just, it was wild. If I'm being honest, it was absolutely crazy and disorganized at times. And there were, there were times that I laughed. There were times that I cried. There were times that I thought I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to scream. Um, but then there was, there was a day and I know if you've listened, you've heard this on the podcast before, but there was a day when, um, my youngest, my three-year-old came upstairs from the basement and she had her little Barbie laptop and I've shared this on here before. And she said, um, I was standing in the in the kitchen and she came up from the basement and she said, she's just pecking away on that keyboard, typing as hard as she could. And she said, look, I'm mommy. I work at, at Independence Bank and I'm always on my computer. And I stopped. I stopped dead in my tracks and I just looked at her and I thought, ouch, you know, this this whole reason that I've been doing everything that I'm doing is for them. And they have got the least of me. They've gotten the leftovers. They've got the, when I'm done with this, I'll give you that, or I'll give you time, or I'll go play that, or we can spend time together. And I've told them no, I've told them not now. I've told them later. I don't know how many times. And it's embarrassing because, you know, I I show up on here and I talk about being present and I talk about, you know, paying attention to what's right in front of you and keeping the most important things, the most important things. And I wasn't doing that. And so on that, on that day, I made, I made a decision. I'm going to change. I'm going to set some boundaries and I'm going to fix this. I'm going to correct, you know, what, what's happened here. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting to spend time with them, that I'm making the time that I am spending with them impactful and important and meaningful. And I'm also going to do the same at work. I'm also going to make sure that the time that I'm giving to whoever I'm serving is impactful, important, and meaningful. I was pulling myself and allowing myself to get just strung into so many different directions that I wasn't creating boundaries. I wasn't creating that that division of this is my time at work and this is my time at home. And so I started to do that. I started to um, make sure that when I was at home, I was at home. I wasn't answering my phone. I wasn't talking about work. I wasn't planning a strategy for a campaign. I wasn't talking about after hours. Conver- I wasn't I wasn't doing any of that. Unless it was an emergency, I wasn't calling or wasn't having conversations about what's going to happen next week at this press conference or you know, I wasn't checking my email when I was on vacation. I put my phone down. I, I told my team, you all are in charge. You've got this. If you, if you need me, you know how to get in touch with me, but otherwise I, I'm out. I need a break and I'm spending this time with my family. And so I started to create some of those boundaries and then also the same at work. You know, I, I tried to to do the same there. When I was there, I was, was giving a hundred percent and I was, I was focused and I, I dove in 
to my projects and to my tasks and to my team. And um, just tried to start establishing some of those boundaries again, you know, not answering my phone, not responding to email. But before I felt like I had to do that. I felt like I had to show up all the time to let people know I'm working. I'm busy. Remember, I was so busy being busy that I didn't have time for other things. And I was just spreading myself thin. I was spreading myself way too thin that I didn't even know who Bridget was anymore. And over the last six months, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about who is Bridget? You know, what, what makes her happy? What brings her joy? What lights her up? You know, what were those things that she did as a child? You know, thinking about back to that dolphin experience and those things that I always wanted to do. When, when was I doing things that that I experienced that, that really made me happy? Because if I'm being honest, I haven't, I haven't been completely happy because I've just been kind of feel like a, um, a little bit of a garbage disposal, you know, you kind of just flush things down through it and you get a little bit of this and just kind of minced up and diced and gargled up. And this is a bad example, but it's the first thing that came to me. So we're going to go with it, but you get my point. You get my point in the sense that I wasn't showing up as who I needed to show up as. And, um, so I was, was taking some steps to fix that. I was taking some steps then in 2020 and slowly start to implement those again, because of the books, because of the podcast, because of the conferences, because of the real experiences that I was having in my life, I decided I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to feel this way. You know, I don't want to, to come home and my kids to get, I'm so tired. I don't, I don't want to fix dinner for them or I don't want to go play with them. I decided I don't want to do this anymore. And so really for the past four years, you know, I've been taking this time, these steps to curate this life of, you know, becoming and involving and establishing those habits and that framework that I want. I've been letting go of a lot, a lot. I've been saying no, I've been cutting back. But I realized that it still wasn't enough. As I continued to evolve, I kept thinking something is missing. Something is not complete. It's not 100% yet. And I knew that as I continue to take step after step, you know, I was listening to um, a homily a few weeks ago by Father Mike Schmitz. And if you don't listen to his homilies, go find him. He's amazing. But he was talking about faith and that faith is is rarely a leap. You know, we think, oh, I've got to take this leap of faith. You know, I got to take this big, bold action. It's rarely a leap. It's always a step. So one step at a time, you know, as I continue to initially first have that awareness to recognize my family's getting the leftovers. I am not taking care of myself. That awareness was the first step. And then it was putting in those practices that could help make things better. And so eventually those past four years, one step at a time over and over and over again, as I continued to build and curate and and develop and evolve, that's where I got to this point where I knew I had another had another decision to make. I had another step that I needed to take. And, you know, there's a lot of times we think about, you know, what we know, these things that we know to be true, these things that we know to be right. And these things that we've kind of, these ideas and beliefs that we formed in our mind of, I know this for a fact. Yes, we all, we all have that. We recognize that, but inside of me, and I know inside of all of you, there's something deeper called a knowing and my knowing once I started to, to look inward and to dig deeper and, and to just stop it, I'd gotten so washed up in 
oh, this is, this is the timeline. This is the process. This is a step. You do this in this order and this in that order. And I got to the point where, again, it was that moment, that pivotal, pivotal moment when my daughter said that to me, I thought, I don't, I don't have a lot of time. And I think when we, I was having this conversation with, with our sitter the other day and, you know, we were talking about moments and and time period. I think when we lose something that matters to us, we realize that we won't ever get that back. And I was listening to, um, I don't know, maybe it was a homily, maybe it was a podcast. I don't know what it was. I was listening to something and had this journal prompt. And it said, if you were in a room full of hundreds of people, who would the first person be that you would look for? And I knew immediately I would look for my dad. I would go give him a big old hug and talk about all the things that the girls have done that he's missed out on. And I would go find him and I would just sit in his presence and his company. That would be the very first person that I would look for. And I think when we lose something of value to us, we recognize, you know, I think about my kids and how precious life is. And when you recognize that and you know that time is the only currency that we spend that we don't get back, we don't get any change on it. um, You start to put some things in place and you start to say, you know what, I'm going to stop waiting for things to get better I'm going to stop waiting for this to happen before I do that. And that's what I was doing. I had built this life, a great life that I loved, that I was comfortable with. And I was waiting for things to change. And I realized that, you know, again, in that moment with my daughter, I have to take action. I have to be the one to create the life that I want. And I've said that on here. And and again, I felt like a liar. Honestly, I felt like a fake because I wasn't honoring those truths. I wasn't honoring those things that I was saying to you all week after week that you need to, to practice and do or encouraging you to practice and do. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you have to do this. But you know what I mean? I felt like I wasn't being genuine and true. And so that's another part of the reason why I didn't show up because I knew deep down that I had a bigger decision to make And I didn't want to show up and say, oh, everything's rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. And it's, it's wonderful because it wasn't because I wasn't honoring my truth. I wasn't honoring Bridget and I've, I've been building her for a while now. And in doing so, I came to terms and I came face to face, honestly, very bluntly with a version of myself that asked me some hard conversations. And, you know, she asked me, what is it that you really want? What is, is going to make the biggest impact in your life? Where do you want to be? When you say you want to be present where your feet are, where do you want to be? And I knew that that wasn't where I was. And so at the end of this past year, the end of December, I left my 20 year career and I said goodbye to I didn't say goodbye. It's not really goodbye, but I said goodbye to some amazing people. And I left something that I got to build. I got to be a part of. I got to help shape and form something that was almost like another child to me, something that was so special and something that I valued very, very deeply that again, that I was 
influential in. And I said, I'm going to hand it over. I'm going to walk away. And and that's what I did. I walked away from everything that I, not everything that I knew, but I walked away from something, a big anchor in my life. Again, that was, that was a huge part of me. And, and the bank still is a very big part of me and my family. And, you know, I will never, never walk away from that completely. But I knew that my time and my energy and my effort and my focus was spent. I knew that it was stretched, that I did not have the capacity to do all those things, to, to say and honor those truths that I was speaking and working full time. And so I had, again, I'd made those changes. I'd set those boundaries several years ago, but I'd finally, I've been fighting it. I've been fighting it for four years and I've been telling myself, I need to leave. I need to, st- I need to pull back. What does this look like? How can I make this work? And I was trying to, you know, we talked about those glass balls and those rubber balls and those, you know, things that we hold on to. What, what are those things that if we drop them and they break, those are the things that matter. Those rubber balls that need to bounce. And I've wrestled a lot, a lot, a lot with juggling those things. And, you know, I've told myself, I can't do this. I can't let these people down. I can't walk away from this. I can't say no. And I came to terms with the fact again, after some really, you know, thank goodness, my friend Jessica Borman, Journals by Jess is the company that she started. She started these journaling decks and really got me in a habit of journaling and spending more time just writing and getting those thoughts out. And if it had not been for me asking myself some of those hard questions and, you know, some of those having deep conversations and reflection about the direction that I was going and where I was headed, I wouldn't have been to this point because I would have kept teeter-tottering back and forth and saying, Nope, I can make it work. I can do it all. I'm superwoman. I can make it happen because that's what I had done. I had pulled together and rallied and like, yeah, I can, we can do this here and we can do this at home and I can be all that here. And I was lying to myself and I was hurting my family. And I think most importantly, I wasn't showing up in the way that I needed to show up. And so, yes, there's been a lot on my plate. There's been a lot that I've been navigating, but in all honesty, I felt like a phony. I felt like I could not come on here and talk to you without being honest. And so I didn't. And I I do, I appreciate all of you sticking around and, and being here and coming back. Um, because I'm going to need you in this next season. I don't know what this next season looks like at all. I have no idea. And I'm excited though. Like I, once I finally committed and made that decision and I knew, and I said, I've got to, I've got to do this. I've got to, to leave. And once I made that decision and committed to that, it was an overwhelming sense of peace. And again, I can't tell you, I don't, I don't even know what to do with my days. I was telling somebody the other day, like, what's it like being home? I'm like, I can't figure out when to take a shower. (laughs) I'm probably going to crack up, but I had a routine. I knew exactly, you know, I I get up and I have my morning time and I'm taking that shower and I'm getting ready for work and I'm getting my kids. I was so scheduled and so 
oriented of my day. And, and there's a lot of times when I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. Like I'm doing my devotionals. I'm like, oh, I'm two days ahead or I'm a day behind. And it's like, how did I, how did I mix this up? I don't know if it's Monday or Friday or, or Thursday. And that's okay. That is okay. Um, because again, I feel really good about my decision. And as hard as it was, as hard as it was to say goodbye to that comfort, that comfort of my gosh, you know, I had a steady paycheck coming in. I had benefits and insurance, all these things that we are so comfortable with. You know, my husband and I had to have some really long, hard conversations. And I, and I will tell you, we went every direction all the time, back and forth, back and forth. And we always came back to what is best for our family. And what's best for our family, and this may not be what's best for every family, because I know there's a lot of you that are listening that are doing it all. You're juggling all the things. And I'm not, I'm not here to say you need to, you need to leave your job. I'm not here to say, you know, walk away. I'm not saying any of that. If you take anything away from this episode, what I want you to take away is to listen to yourself, to listen and get quiet. And maybe there's things in your life that you are, you're working full time, you're running your kids, you're keeping your house, you're fixing, you're doing all that. I don't, some of these parents and I listen to like my sister-in-law, bless her because I don't know how this woman keeps track of all the things that she's doing. She has a full plate and she does it very well. But if you're listening, just take away one piece. You know, maybe there's one chair that you need to, to put up one chair that you need to take down. Maybe there's one thing that you've been doing that you need to say no to because you've got to listen to yourself. You've, you've got to quit thinking that, and again, I'm not being bossy. (laughs) I may sound like I'm coming. You've got to do this, but what has worked for me is listening to myself. And I know I knew for a while, like I said, I knew probably for a couple years that one day I was going to leave. And one day I was going to say, my, my, my place is at home. And I finally got to that point where I said enough is enough because my head and my heart were in two completely different places. Again, my head was the knowing what was the no, what I knew everything to be, to be comfortable, you know, to have that retirement, to have these things in place, to have, you know, the, the abundance of, of the freedom, you know, to be able to do what I wanted to do. And, and now it is not, it's different. It's different and that's okay because there's some things that needed to shift in my life. And so I'm taking baby steps. I'm not trying to do the whole staircase at a time. I'm trying to do one step at a time. And so as I show up today, as, as I'm here and I'm talking to you again, I don't know what season you're in, but I do know that this growth process, that it, it is always changing. It is always just like the seasons we are going through seasons of winter, spring, summer, and fall. You know, winter where we're we're drawing inward, we're getting quiet, we're getting still. And spring, you know, we're already talking about my husband and I've been talking about what we're going to plant next year, what we're going to grow. You know, we're having those conversations of preparation, and that's what we're getting ready to adventure into. You know, he's he's out right now getting the supplies to um, build a greenhouse. You know, we're going to start doing things a little bit differently and focusing on different priorities, you know, those, those things where we placed importance before, you know, where we felt like we have to give all of ourselves right here. We're shifting that 
we're making a change. And I, and I do want to say that we've got to have some conversations around change period because change is hard. Let's face it. It is freaking hard. It is not fun. Nobody ever really, if, if you're one of those people that says, I love change, I would like to meet you because regardless of whether that's change in your wardrobe, change in your routine, your schedule, change in your job, whatever it is, change period is hard. And we've got to understand, we've got to recognize that it's okay to change. You know, I, I've also tried to really work with myself and to tell myself that I'm not quitting my job. I'm not, I'm not walking away. You know, I'm, I look at that and I think back to, again, those things that I've been able to do at the bank, those things that I've been a part of, those, those amazing projects and those people that I've got to work with. And this was honestly harder for me because of the people, because if you don't know Independence Bank, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there are some amazing people that are there and they're there because what they want to believe in. You know, they're there because they believe in an organization that wants to do better, that wants to be better, that wants to make the communities that we serve better. And that's hard to walk away from those friendships and those, those relationships that have been formed. And that, that schedule and that routine of knowing, I know what my day is going to look like. You know, now I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. I knew what my day was going to look like. I lived and died by my calendar, by meetings, by appointments. I went from appointment and meeting to meeting to meeting to picking up kids, to running to doctor's appointments and all that in between. You know, now I don't know what that looks like, but I'm trying to tell myself, I'm trying to reframe that conversation that I've been having in my mind of you're not quitting. You're not walking away. You have done your job. You know, it's kind of like when we get to the end of our life and we want to hear, hear God, we're standing before him. We want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, I feel like, well done, Bridget, you've done a good job here. Now let's go do some good somewhere else. And I'm trying to tell myself, you know, this isn't, this isn't what I've made it sound like, you know, and I know that people may listen and it's kind of like when we moved, Jacob and I built um, a house in 2016 and it was our dream home. You know, we designed it for two years. We picked everything out. We, we envisioned what our children, you know, their, their bedrooms and how it functioned out all these things. And then four years later, we decided this isn't what we want. And I remember the conversations. I remember people saying, are you crazy? Why would you leave this house? It's, it's beautiful. It has every, you, what are you doing? And I remember thinking, it's not what I want anymore. You know, I've got to make a change for my family. I've got to do what's best for them. And that move, that transition was hard. But I will tell you that in the end, it's worked out exactly as it was supposed to. So I'm telling myself that again, I'm telling myself that in this transition, in this change, this is difficult. You know, this is, it's so different from, you know, going and and having people that need you have different people that need me now. My, my girls need me more than ever, but having people that, Hey, can I, can I catch you for a minute? Hey, can I, can I get your opinion on this nonstop all day to going from not, it's weird to me. If I'm being honest, it's, it's different. Um, but it's so good because that, that allows me time and space and freedom to focus on other things. But again, I'm having to reframe my mindset around, you know, I'm not quitting. I'm not, I'm not leaving. I've, I've done, I've left my mark. I've, 
I've made an impact here again. Now it's time to go make an impact somewhere else. And a lot of people have asked me, what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to like put out four podcasts a week and how, you know, you still going to just go all in on your bloom box? Are you going to, you know, what are you going to do? I want to know. And are you going to go find another part-time job somewhere? Are you going to go work at your kid's school? And you know, my answer is no, I don't know. I don't know. And even conversations with my husband talking with Jacob, I don't know what that looks like, but I know that being home and in this place, again, this move that we made, I love my home. I love the space. I love the scenery. I love how I feel connected with nature. I love how just this morning I look out my window and I'm doing my devotional and there's six deer that go across my driveway. I just, I love looking out the back and seeing the lake and there's so much calmness here. I I can be still and I can be quiet and I can be removed to the point where I need to be in order to have the right headspace, in order to have the right mental capacity. I can, I can unwind and recharge here. And so anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but all that to say, change is hard, change is difficult. And I don't know what that looks like. I'm probably not going to put out four podcast episodes a week. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to find that new rhythm. I'm trying to figure out what my days look like. And it's been crazy. We live in Kentucky. We've had, we've been sick. We've had a week of no school. We've had just off and on kids at home. Haven't really felt like until this week that I've had a true sense of feeling of what this is going to feel like, what this is going to be like with me being home and finding that rhythm and knowing what I want to do next. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what that is, but I do know that I just want to be, I want to be still. I want to, I want to set for a minute. I want to rest. I'm tired guys. I'm tired. I'm worn out. But I had a moment yesterday, yesterday morning, um, I got up and it was really the first day for the kids to go back after being out for snow. And of course, Sunday night, my oldest daughter, God bless her. Every time I feel like every time she gets around me, it's always, what are we having for dinner? What are we having for lunch? What are we have for breakfast. She said, what are we having for breakfast in the morning? Our first day back. And I said, I'll get up and I'll make breakfast. And so I get up and I make cinnamon toast. And usually my mornings are crazy. I'm rushing out the door. I'm yelling at the kids, get your lunch boxes, pack this. Don't forget your jacket, get your shoes on. Let's go. I got a meeting. I'm going to be late. And it's just a slander of orders. And, you know, I'm not really already to start my day. You know, I have my moment of, of quiet time with God. And then I just go into like beast mode of like, get out the door. Let's get everybody dropped off so I can get into work at a decent time. And I sat here yesterday morning and made breakfast and I was able to get up and just sit at the table with all four girls. And then Jacob came in and he was standing and we we're all eating breakfast together. I'm drinking my coffee and I'm looking around the table with tears in my eyes. And in that moment, just saying, thank you. Like, thank you, God, for bringing us to this place where we can all sit together and be here before they even go off to school. My mornings have felt so calm so calm, even in the midst of the chaos of getting out the door. I haven't even, even, I told Jacob, I said, even when I drive, like, I don't feel like I'm in a rush anywhere. I've, I've had, I've gotten pulled over, I think six times last year, y'all. It's, it's bad. Two tickets, one ticket, one. I've gotten very lucky, but, um, I don't feel as rushed. You know, I, I remember that feeling. And when I would get on the bypass and I would get in my car and it's like, zoom, like, 
pass through these spots where I, I know I can speed here and I know I can just because I, I needed to to get there faster. And since this transition, I haven't had that need to just get there faster. I've taken my time. I've been relaxed. I've been calm. And I'm probably adding years to my life is, is what I'm predicting. But it's just so nice to just sit still and and really be in those moments and to be present, to look around at those people that I love and again, be grateful that I have this opportunity to be grateful that, you know, whatever's next in this next season, that I, I'm present where my feet are. I'm doing exactly what I said I wanted to do. I'm being authentic and true to myself and I'm being authentic and true to everybody that's listening. And those that maybe you don't listen to the podcast, but maybe you see my life in, in public and in reality and you, we interact at soccer or, at school or wherever that might be at church. And and you can say, yeah, she's, she's true. She's the real deal. Um, that's how I want to show up. That's how I want to be in this new year, in this next season, in this new chapter of my life. Because again, you know, my 20 year career, that was a chapter, you know, I, I think we also have to have to get real and serious about defining or letting what we do define who we are. Because Independence Bank is wonderful and it's great and I love it, but it's not Bridget. You know, Bridget is Bridget because of who she is becoming. You know, the things that we do don't get to define us. And so I've I've had a lot of work around that. And I, and again, I'm gonna have some identity work to do. I'm gonna have some um time where I'm going to have to dig into who is Bridget outside of Independence Bank? Who is Bridget outside of being a marketing director? And as I've started to to do this work and realize, you know, Bridget is not those things. That is what maybe what Bridget does or what Bridget did. But Bridget is something else. And, you know, focusing on the who rather than the what has has changed so much in my life. And, you know, again, had I not been doing this work, had I not been taking the time to put that in, I wouldn't be able to say this. I wouldn't be able to come on here and hit record and be completely honest with you. So anyway, lots of good takeaways. Lots of, again, my work is not done. <laughs> I'm continuing on this journey. We we never arrive until the day that we die. So I've got, I've got some days ahead to work on. And again, I don't know what those days look like. I don't know what, um, what's next for Bridget, but I know that, that I'm more than a nice job. I'm more than a fancy title or this important role that I've had. You know, I'm, I want to say I'm proud of Bridget and I am. And that's, that's one of those things where I know there's an exercise that, that you can do. If you could go back and tell your younger self, give her advice or give him advice, what would you say? And if I could do that today, I would go back again. You know, I've told you all that I've been kind of doing some journaling about who Bridget is. And I would tell her not to lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of who you are. Don't lose sight of those, those things that, that make you, you, those unique qualities that you possess that maybe you've, you've dampened or you've hidden over the years because you wanted to fit in or you wanted to, to feel important or you wanted to, to look smart and you wanted to sound um, like you had it all together, be freaking honest with yourself. Cause I can tell you, you may think that, that what you do and your job and, and your role is, is important. And, and it is to some, but it is not everything. People are replaceable. 
And you have to to recognize what are those things in your life that are not replaceable. And that's my family. And I wanted to sacrifice in other areas in order to to gain with them. You know, it was time that I took a serious look and answered some really hard questions with myself and got real and cut out the BS that I was telling myself that, oh, nope, I can do it all. I can, I can be this. I can, I can show up and I can do these things. That wasn't serving me and it wasn't serving the people around me. And so going back to that version of her, I had to be honest with myself. I had to be on, I had to say things to myself that I didn't want to freaking hear. And sometimes I still don't want to hear, but awareness, that awareness is that first, first step, knowing that you want to change, that you want to do something different. Good Lord. My husband is, we've been down this rabbit hole of all the the healthy things. And, um, I have a feeling my pantry is about to get imploded. Um, (laughs) we're just looking at ingredients and trying to make better decisions for our family, even from, you know, switching deodorants and our laundry detergent and our toothpaste. And we're taking it step by step, but, um, there's a lot that we'll probably share. There's a lot of choices that we're, we're changing and, and making for our family, for ourselves, because we want better. And, you know, look at your life. There's a lot of things in your life. I'm sure that are good, you know, but I had to ask myself, what am I, what am I trading here? You know, by, by staying, what, what risk, what am I risking? You know, and I think that some are going to look at that risk and some are going to say, oh, you're, you're giving up your job. You're giving up your steady income. You're giving up your position. You're giving up, you know, that, that title or those accolades or that work, all that work that you've done. And I think, what is the other risk? You know, the other risk is what's happening with my family. You know, what's being depleted over here. And again, I know this decision is not for everybody. I'm, I'm just talking through and navigating my journey and hopefully it can resonate with you in some way. But again, it's hard. It's been, it's been a hard season, but it has been a good season and I'm looking forward to the next season and the next chapter. And I know that my chapter is not over. I know that this, this book well, this chapter may be over, but this book that, that God has written in my life is not finished. It's not complete. I know he's not done with me in my quiet time, in my prayers. I know he's saying, and he's told me over and over and over again, Bridget, you have to trust me. So I don't know what's next. I don't know what what's ahead. And again, in that same episode with Father Mike, you know, he was talking about, um, there was a gentleman who went to study and went to work with Mother Teresa and you know, he had this time alone with her. And he said, if I get time alone with her, I'm going to ask her to pray for me. And I'm going to ask her, you know, for a very special intentional prayer request. And so he did, he got that time. And Mother Teresa asked him, you know, how can I pray for you? And he said, pray for clarity that I know what God wants me to do. And she said, I I won't, I'm not going to. And he was kind of just baffled. Like, I can't believe she just told me she's not going to pray for me when I'm asking for clarity. And her response to him was my whole life and everything that I've done, God has never given me clarity. I've never had that. I've never had the clarity of where he's calling me, but I've always had trust. And so that's what this next season is for me. It's about trusting and it's about seeking 
whatever direction that leads me in. You know, I'm going to kind of combine a little bit of this, but always choose a word of the year. And that's something that, again, I've done since 2020. And my word of the year for 2024 is peace. And I think that that is very fitting in the season that I'm in of seeking and searching and maintaining peace and making sure that I'm giving peace to those around me. And I'm, I'm not this person that's like, let's go get in the car, screaming my head off, yelling at my kids. And I want that peace. I've had that peace here. I know what it's like. And it's like when you have a taste of something, when you know what's possible, you're going to fight for that. You're going to make sure that you you maintain that and you keep that and you uphold that. And so my word for this year is peace. And, you know, I, I pray that in some way you have peace, maybe from listening to this podcast, that maybe it, it gives you a sense of peace, whether that's my uncle who listens so he can fall asleep. Now he's probably getting back into a better nighttime routine now that the podcast is back. But anyway, um, peace. Yeah, peace is is one of those things that I don't think we can have unless we really ask ourselves those hard questions. You know, I don't think we can truly be at peace unless we're at peace internally with ourselves. And we we calm those storms and we we calm that chaos and we put down those chairs because it's impossible. When you're not at peace internally, you're not going to be at peace with your family. You're going to be short. You're going to be nitpicky. You're going to be yelling. You're going to be unhappy. And I didn't want that anymore. So I'm looking forward to 2024. I'm looking forward to, you know, what's next. And this is not goodbye. This is not, I'm not done. I still have a pulse. There's, you know, I've still got air in my lungs. My heart's still beating. There is still more for me to do. And, you know, I, I believe that. I believe that God's got more for me to do, that he's got ways for me to show up that I can serve others and that I can point to him. You know, my was talking about the the new year and I've had, we've been sick after Christmas, you know, you're around everybody and you're hugging and saying hello and, you know, loving on everybody. And, you know, there's always, always somebody that gets sick. And so right after into the new year, bless my mother-in-law, Janet, if you're listening, thank you. Um, we went down to Florida to spend some time with them and we all got sick. <laughs> she had to take care of us. She's, she's a good soul. She, she just does it and doesn't complain. And, um, so she's taking care of me. Like, I don't think I moved from the couch for three days and taking care of my kids. You know, we're getting ready to, to come home and she's packing their suitcases and washing their clothes. I mean, all the things. And, you know, we have to let others take care of us sometimes. But when we came home, my daughter and I, she was still still running a stinking fever. And so we were snuggled up in the bed and we were watching the new um, Velveteen Rabbit um, movie and just trying to go through something that she hadn't seen. And the rabbit was showing the little boy in the movie these rabbit signals for words that they speak to other rabbits. And, you know, he was showing him the signals for hello and goodbye. And as he's doing this, you know, he's kind of rubbing his ears and that was the signal. Um, No, he's rubbing his nose and he's showing the boy, you know, this is what you do. You rub your nose for hello and you rub your nose for goodbye. And the boy said, well, well, that's the same thing. And those are two different words. You know, what's the signal for hello and what's the signal for, for goodbye? And the rabbit said, it's the same signal because hello and goodbye are the same, you know, because when something ends, something new begins. So those rabbit signals are the same for them because there's an ending and there's a beginning. And so for me, 
This is an ending and it's beginning. This is a hello and a goodbye for me. You know, this is something new that is blooming. Something has ended so that something new can come and bloom. And I've said this probably a hundred times on here. When I talk about the word bloom and, you know, I'm going back and I was reflecting at the beginning of the year, of my previous words, bloom found me, you know, and it has been showing up literally in everything that I do. And I do not think that it's a coincidence. I see this word throughout my days, throughout my week, it will pop up in a book that I'm reading. It'll pop up on a sign. It'll pop up in a song. It'll pop up in a conversation. And I'm reminded constantly of bloom. And I know that that is the work that's happening inside of me. And, you know, I just, I'm excited. I don't know what's next. I'm ready to be, and I'm ready to figure that out. I'm ready to be present. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm looking forward to finding a rhythm, figuring out my showers, you guys. I promise I'm not going days without taking a shower, but I just, sometimes it's at two o'clock in the afternoon. Sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's in the morning. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to what's next. I'm looking forward to how I will bloom in this next season. And I hope you're doing the same. So I can't wait to see what God does with it. Again, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing my heart. Um, for the past three months, really for the past four years, because I will say since that, since that day in our house in 2020, it has been an internal battle for me. I've, I've wrestled with it for far too long. And so I've taken a step, taken a step on that staircase of my journey, and I'm excited to see where it goes next. So as you've listened today, ask yourself, what do you want your life to look like? And maybe it's time for you to take a step. Maybe it's time for you to take down some chairs. And, you know, we, we wait for these moments to be perfect. We may, we, we may, we wait for these moments to be just so. And I remember, and I laugh about it, you know, when Jacob and I first got married, we're like, oh, when things slow down, when it's not so busy at the bank, we'll start a family or we'll do this or we'll, we'll move, you know, and it, it has never been the perfect time. Never. It's never been the perfect time. You know, we just have to say yes. We have to say yes. And we have to, to trust that God's going to take that yes. And he's going to do something with it. So ask yourself, you know, what are you saying yes to today? Are you waiting for something to happen? Are you waiting on those parameters of, of somebody, you know, when this person does this, then I'll do that. Or when this happens, then I'll do it. Don't wait. We've time. It goes back to time you know, build the life that you want to build and you want to live now. Don't wait for the retirement to kick in. Don't wait for, you know, the kids to go off to college. Don't wait for any of that. You know, I I remember one of the things that hit me hard was when my, my oldest went to high school this year and I was telling my husband, so we have four spring breaks and fall breaks with her and she's out of the house, like four more years with her under our home. And that hits you hard. That hits you hard. Because these girls are growing up so fast. You know, the conversations and the things that we navigate on a day-to-day basis, they're not about boo-boos and stickers and bugs. It's some some deep stuff, some deep stuff. And I'm grateful that I'm able to spend more time with them and to be there for them. You know, I remember, I promise I was cl- I was wrapping this up, but I've got one more story Um, my very first day that I was able to pick up after I had been home, um, I went to, to my youngest two, went to their school 
and I let the teacher know that I was here and they sent them out. And my, my eight year old, she came running out. And I mean, running out and literally just leaped into my arms and gave me the best hug. She's like, mommy, you're here. And I swear, I mean, I lost it because I thought this, this is why I did it. This is why I said yes, so that I can be the one to show up for them so that I can be present with the people that matter the most to me. So look at your life. Where are those areas where you're not being honest with yourself? I wasn't being honest with myself. Again, don't wait. Time is not promised. It is not guaranteed. And I know that death is a good reminder of that. And that'll put things into perspective pretty quick. You know, we we lost a friend who was young recently. And, you know, I think about their life and I think about the impact that they had on people and the, the testimony of their life that they lived. And it was beautiful. It was a wonderful person a very dear friend. And, you know, I think about it's too young. It shouldn't have happened like this. But nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is promised. And so I decided I didn't want to wait anymore. I didn't care what people thought. I didn't care how I had to shift my my life around and change some habits and, and a lifestyle that I knew was okay to lose and let go of. So, Maybe it's time to ask yourself some of those same same questions. All right. It feels good to be back. It feels good to have a mic in front of my face and to be talking. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Until next time, hope you have an awesome week and um, I'll see you soon.